on today's show. Adam, as a short trip report, Jason plans on running a challenge in the near future. And Bob Iger's first week back at Disney is filled with news. That is next on Traveling with a Mouse. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 384 of Traveling with the Mouse. I am your ghost host this week. My name is John, and I am joined, as always, by someone who's waving and saluting me. Oh, Adam. What's up, everybody? All right. And then I also have another co-host who is looking confused. His name is Jason. Dazed and confused? (laughs) Hey, Disney. What's the weather outside? Hey, Disney, when does Epcot open? Hey, Disney, is there a better CEO in town now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Are you uh, testing out hey, the, uh, what was it called? Hey, Disney. <laughs> oh, hey, Disney. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's right. <laughs> My bad. What's it hey, called? Disney. Yeah. What's it called again? One more time. Hey, Disney. I thought they, for some reason, I thought they had another name for it, but anyway. I'm I'm back. He is. I'm sorry yeah. I missed last week. And I, I when the news broke last week that mm-hmm. the man, the myth, the legend, the person who will not be missed, Bob Chapik, <laughs> was leaving. I don't know if I. I was asleep. Part. I was asleep, and y'all had to record yeah, that. You missed all that news. And I woke up the next morning, and it was you know I usually wake up. And I just I roll over. I sort of look at the time, and if I'm not ready to get out of bed, I open up Twitter. And I was like, what happened? And then I was like, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. They switched they switched <laughs> Bob's again. They switched Bob's again. So what was your initial reaction? Because ours, if you listen to the I did. Which we don't know if he really did or not, apparently. I mean, he just loves another Disney podcast better than our own. So <laughs> Right. But our initial reaction was this is good, but let's not get too excited here. I felt that y'all were being a little counterculture and being a little bit too muted in your response because to what (laughs) muted Bob Chapik is gone. Let's not mute it anymore. Bob Chapik is gone. (laughs) His sign is off at Castaway Key. The man is erased. He is gone. Well, unfortunately, he's not erased because (laughs) what he did is still there. And likely Who? to remain. Collateral damage. Who? Just saying. Who? Yeah. Who? What Bob, Bob did. <laughs> yeah. Bob. That Bob. We'll still be talking about him and his the aftermath of his destruction. We will. It'll be a great, it'll be a bunch of great documentaries on this. I'll continue to be the realist. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 I mean, saying. you can say Iger can't do much or Iger can right. do much or. Oh, Iger will do something. He will He will find a way to make himself look good. Hollywood will like oh, him. Yeah. And he cares about the soul of the company. Yeah. He knows how to say the words. Will Florida cooperate? That was kind of the story that came out this week was the Reedy Creek thing is that he kind of talked like, oh, I don't really know anything about that. I got to like look into it. I'm like, come on. It, wasn't that like his answer for everything? Like everything they asked him, 
was basically, right. I know nothing basically. right now. I mean, in, in just a very political kind of way. It was basically, I don't know anything yet. So it's like, why have a town hall if you're not going to say anything? But anyway. He did say that the planned hiring freeze is going to be, they're going to continue with that. For he now, did mention yeah. that. He, he kind of was like, for now, everything is in a status quo for now until he reevaluates. He did mention he's going to talk to Josh tomorrow. Yeah, about the right. reservation. Let me talk to him because <laughs> he said he never made one. Which, duh, of course you never made one. Because if you did, you'd be like, "This is horrible." If the park reservation system doesn't go away, it was a very smart move because now it's Josh Tomorrow's fault, and uh, we're going to find out what his medal's made of. <laughs> is Josh Tomorrow, yeah, truly a man of the people? Is Josh tomorrow truly right. just been trapped and he's ready to take on the role or was he a Chapek lackey? Yeah, we'll find out. Let's not forget Genie Plus did not come to fruition under Bob Chapek. It rolled out under Bob Chapek. It was not necessarily his plan. Let's just say I that. Think, I think it was Chapik's baby, though, if I remember correctly. So? He did announce that Genie was coming at D23 in 2019, did he not? And Because he was the park's chairman at that point. Right. And I'm pretty sure Genie was his baby. But Iger must have approved it to, to continue it on. But who knows? Genie didn't look... We don't know what Genie was going to be until 2021, right? Right. So we knew Genie was going to be a paid service. <laughs> that's the bottom line. Yeah. It was no longer going to be free. Well, we knew it and was that's basically still be the bottom line. Touring plans is like kind of repl- like their in-house version of that to try and, but they never mentioned, you know, because FastPass was still a thing then. See, the thing is, it. people's expectations are like, okay, if you'll just do this, you'll just basically put everything back exactly the way that it was before you left, then we'll be happy. And that's just not realistic because it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Well, it's not going to go back to the way it was. The prices were going up under Iger, but it was still a lot more in line. It was just more political about it, like I said. Well, it was a lot more in line. Uh, Inflation's bad, right? Let's just be clear. We went from $0 to $15 to twenty nine dollars. Twenty nine dollars a day during the week of Thanksgiving. The price of Genie was twenty nine dollars. Yeah. For my family of four, it was a hundred and twenty three dollars a day. I hated myself every time I paid for that. It's real interesting how the stock has reacted to this, in my opinion. Because you see like a, a quick jump up and then it's almost like if you just look at the graph like this, it looks like one of those slides in which you uh, go down and then you come flying off the end of it and into a pool of water or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what it looks like at the moment. So it's still pretty volatile as far as what they, I guess he's not convinced anyone entirely yet. Let's just put it that way. Right. Because he's going to be in that position of still wanting, I mean, the shareholders are ultimately who he answers to. So, anyway. Well, he's, he's there to find a replacement. I mean, that's basically what it is. Fix the mess. Get, it, get somebody who's suitable. Maybe pull somebody back in and 
hand the reins off properly this time. Well, think about this. Where did Iger come from? ABC television. Right. Sim- similar yeah. to Eisner, right? Right. More inter- on the entertainment side, right? Right. And even though Chapek, I mean Chapek, excuse me, um, Iger was already in the company at the, before he became CEO. I mean, that's the background he came from. I don't think that's Chapek's history, to my knowledge. I don't remember that being his history. But my point being is we're going to need to pull someone, I feel like, from outside the company once again. I think that's what's needed at this point in time. Just my personal opinion. I'm a big proponent of hiring from within, but there's those moments in time when you have to step outside that box because it's what's needed to move forward. Well, they can go outside and get mm-hmm. someone from within because all the people that left, because Chapik either ousted them or it was clear they weren't going to get his job, you know, they could... What's Tom Stack Come back. Yeah. yeah. See what they're up to. And there were, I noticed there were some people on Twitter that was like mentioning Joe Rody and saying something about, would you come back or him coming back because of this? Did he ever answer that? No, he didn't. Because I don't think sure. he has any intentions of coming back. I don't think Chapik had as much to do with his departure as people would like to think. I'm not saying it couldn't have been a factor. I just don't think it was the entire factor. Does that make sense? Didn't the head of Imagineering recently retire? Wasn't that? Yeah, it was. There was yeah, there was WDI, and then he went. It was telling because he was going to be a brand ambassador, and then he quit that job pretty quickly because of JPEG, apparently. All right. So can't we bring in Joe Rody to be head of Imagineering? That would be cool. Well, he would do well there, I think. Can I just so? Can we just revel in one moment for a little bit? Because when y'all recorded <laughs> last week, we didn't know all the details and I've listened to, you know, a few reports and yeah. On Friday, they asked (laughs) Iger, will you you come back? And he said, okay, this is Sunday before Chapek can go and introduce Elton John concert. Elton John. (laughs) Yeah. They call him up and they say, Bob, that's cold. You're out. Our lawyers will talk to your lawyers. Bye. That's it. That's a cold, cold heart right there. Cold, cold, hot. See what I did there? <laughs> Hard done by you. His sign is down at Castaway Key. There's a Damaro sign up at Castaway oh, Key. Oh, really? So. Is he a master yeah. shipbuilder, Damaro? No, there is. Uh, there, you, you didn't, no, you didn't what see the Damaro sign. At, at, so does it at, say at great, big, beautiful Damaro? No, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, he is a great, big, beautiful man. Uh. I was going to say. <laughs> He is a good-looking dude. Drop, drop it with the, those lines already. Come on. <laughs> you don't think he's like he's got the? I mean, I guess personality. He's, he's got he's got looks, yes, but I mean stage presence. He's got I the charm, say. but he's also he's got that kind of charm that I am leery of. <laughs> That's all I'm mm. going to say about that. Okay, not sure what that like, means, um, but I'll... yeah, uh, like you've seen the guys in the movies that they always portray. No, I don't. I'm trying to think of the a villain. Good you mean like a villain that's <laughs> that's nice? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. No, but deceitful. Like, you know, uh, Charming is deceiving. I think the fans are more split on tomorrow these days. They are more split on tomorrow. Like. This is this is when we find out what he's truly made. What are the fans right not split on? Uh, <laughs> they're not split on the fact that when Chapik left, it was unanimous. We're Everybody happy. was happy. Yeah. Everybody. I th- I have a friend of mine that works in the movie business and works on Marvel stuff. And 
Yeah. Let's just say I won't reveal who the person is or anything, but let's just say that talking to this person over the last few years, the general consensus I've gotten from this person is the movie people don't like. What you've always said. The movie people don't like him. Yeah. The movie people don't like him. I can see that. The park people don't like him. Nobody liked him. Nobody. The cast members, yeah. every cast member, I, I couldn't, I've never found a cast member in the last few years that has said oh. anything positive about him at all. That Nobody liked me. him. And I don't even know if the shareholders yeah. liked him. It's just like, well, our stock's going up, so whatever. And then the moment it went down, they're like, bye, bye. Yeah. That reminds me, I was eating dinner at Flying Fish and I overheard a cast member talking, like, he was talking very openly about Chapek and how happy he was. Yeah, everybody that he was does gone. now. But a lot of the guests were asking this particular cast member about it. And he was just like, yeah, I'm so glad he's out. <laughs> I can't you know, overhear that much. You know, it was kind of funny. You know how some of the major like podcasts and shows that do Disney, how they, they kind of tiptoe around these subjects whenever someone was, when he was in position. It's like as soon as he was gone, they just let it fly pretty much. Whereas we, our position has pretty much been consistent <laughs> that- the entire time. Right. You so, know, we were big fans. I mean, in a in a sense, we yeah. were big fans in that I bought him at least four or five hot tubs. So, yeah, yeah, you gave him plenty of. Uh, you helped his severance package. Yeah, you beefed it up. I pictured though after this, the end of Return of the Jedi, the new ending, where like I guess it's Coruscant, where the Emperor statue is knocked down and everyone's cheering. Yeah, that's what I was picturing in my head. Except there was no statues of JPEG anywhere. So. Well, there was a sign. <laughs> on, on. I'm right, curious if okay. anyone got video of that, but I guess not. They probably took it off well, when yeah, of course they're gonna nobody was there. there. All right. Yeah. So we're, we're kind of... Uh, I know it's the biggest news still, even though it's a couple right, of weeks right. later, so we're still harping on it. But let's talk sure. a little bit about what Iger has done already. Sure. How about the acquiring the remaining 15% of BAMTech? that it didn't already own paying 900 million for this. Like, I mean, apparently this was something that was in the works already. It sounds like because mm-hmm. it was tucked in a long year sec filing. Basically here is basically some comments as contemplated by the leadership change announcement. We anticipate that within the coming months, Mr. Iger will initiate organizational and operating changes within the company to address the board's goals. While the plans are in early stages, changes in our structure and operations include within DMED and including possibly our distribution and approach of the business distribution platform selected for the initial distribution of content can be expected. That's what it was said in the 10K filing. And the restructuring and change in business strategy once determined could result in impairment charges, which I don't know if I quite get that. And of course, the remain—they bought that basically remaining fifteen percent from MLB. Hmm. Now, Robert Iger, Bob, you know, came in saying that he was going to one of his first targets was DMED or DMED. I don't know how he's the Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution Division, right? And he started by ousting its main guy, right, in Kareem Daniel, right, who was a Chapek loyalist too, right, right. And he controlled, he basically did the decision-making for all that divisions. So, um, and apparently this guy frustrated uh, the creative community side of it as well. So just kind of doubling down on what he said about creative taking over. Any thoughts concerning that? Obviously, he's got to try and make Disney Plus profitable. So, Well, like I said, that was kind of the plan when they first did it, right? They didn't expect it to be profitable. No, that was a different market. Not out the gate, anyway. 
that was a different market. The market back then was all about growth and you can lose money as long as you're growing. Now they don't want you to lose money. They want you to be profitable. So they have to pivot. It just is what it is at this point. How's he going to do that? You don't make, make it make better content. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, they haven't really had a ton of great content in the recent. Speaking of, have you guys watched Mickey Saves Christmas? <laughs> I have not. I guess that's not great content. <laughs> uh, it's very strange. It's like it's a stop motion animated Mickey Christmas special. I have a lot I need to watch. I need to watch through Andor. I haven't watched Andor. Yes, you do. And Andor was good. That was really good. It's not getting the attention, but it's great. I need to watch the Guardians Christmas. Right, yeah, I, I do need to watch, watch that. Yeah. I was going to watch that, yeah. Speaking of Guardians, the holiday remix, Adam. Yes. You got to witness it. it. What well, what was the songs included in it? Well, it's more of like a custom kind of Christmas song for Guardians. It's like a Guardians of the Galaxy version of Run Run Rudolph, I guess. Yeah, it wasn't. I was like just a trying classic. to get first hand knowledge. It wasn't a classic. It was right. you know a mixture of a re. It was like if they did a remix. Yeah, and then it sort of ended with, like we wish you Merry Christmas in like a rock and roll kind of version of it. That's how you kind of end, but it was more musical. So it was fine. I still kind of like kind of the other songs minus uh, one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jason's uh, yeah. song. Right. And I'm not Why a big fan of Congo that's, either. That's what what it is, is like they see that Jason's in line. I was like, oh, it's he's up next, and we gotta play one way or another. Right. <laughs> they they track his band and they're like, oh, he's on yeah, now. I'm it's gonna, gonna be, be there in a week and a half. The one way or another and I'll walk in and they'll be like, Oh, we're gonna turn the holiday music off once. <laughs> right. One car. Just for <laughs> It'll like this guy's got to get one way or another. It's gonna glitch. It's gonna yeah. glitch, and I'm gonna get one way or another, and then I'll know. <laughs> that would be hilarious if it really happened. Which, by the way, we never did. Ride, we never though. did the trip report for my trip. Um, so just to understand what happened in my most recent trip, I rode Guardians three times, and I got one way or another yeah. all three times. So I think I've ridden it at this point <laughs> right. ten times, and I've gotten one way or another <laughs> six of them. Yeah. Right? I got conga. <laughs> right. No, I may have gotten it seven. I've gotten one way or another seven times. Wow. Conga twice. Everybody wants to rule <laughs> okay. the world. You got like once. two or something. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that means I've had uh, one way or another seven times. I've had it seven out of 10 times. Wow. wow. 70% so, of the time. So, one way or another, you're getting <laughs> one way or another. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, I feel like you have to get the Christmas one, right? I mean, everybody is at this point, so at least you'll have a break from... Somehow. One way or he gets another. a break from one way or another. Anything you want to throw in about your recent trip, Adam, right quick? Or did you have more that you well, wanted to... Well, I'm trying to think. In terms of Guardians, I'll say if you get an early boarding group, we showed up right at regular rope drop not the not the resort guest uh you know 8 30 yeah. we walked in at nine and we literally never stopped walking until we got to the pre-show and of course but once we got out of the pre-show we walked straight to the loading area it wasn't even busy there so if you get an early group just go right on in because it doesn't fill up until later 
And I think when we came back later for the lightning lane, it was the whole building was full. Like it was just jam packed full of people Hmm. later in the day. So yeah, that was middle of the afternoon. So it sounds to me as though the word is out that, you know, as long as you get a boarding group, you're in. So people just go when they want. (laughs) It sounds like. (laughs) Right. Maybe. But if you get that early group, if you don't worry about getting there early, (laughs) just walk right in. There was, I never, we didn't wait at all. It was a shorter wait that time than the lightning lane was. I'd be like, hey, we got group one. Hey, we have until nine o'clock. We just had to walk the queue. <laughs> I mean, that was the only problem was walking the queue. But yeah. anyway, it was it was fantastic ride. Can't think of anything else. We were just talking about Guardians. So yeah, the Christmas thing was okay, but I I it, I could go without it. It wasn't make or break for me. <laughs> so because I mean, you know, over the course of your weekend, you hit a lot of the usual places, right? So oh yeah, yeah yeah. Lacava, we saw. Although Barbus you did get to go to the new day. Kona, the new setting for Kona, you did get to do that. I did. Yeah, food was still about the same. It was good, but for breakfast, yeah, I mean, breakfast probably didn't change much. No, didn't change, but it was still. They didn't need to. You know, <laughs> Tonga toast is good. Yeah, it's always great. Yeah, the decor is good though. I like the way they've changed it. It looks good. It's fresh, new. So yeah, good deal. Polly's always great. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just continue kind of mixing this stuff together here. Sure. Speaking of mixing, drinks with liquor are now available at Cinderella's Royal Table and be our guest. Yeah. So I'm sure that Mm. drinks will probably change over time. But right now, Cinderella's Royal Table has a French 75 drink for $14.50, a Bloody Mary for $14.50, and then Be Our Guest has something called, I'm not sure if I'm saying this right. What is a Boulevardier? It's 1650. And then it also has a French 75 and a Blood Mary. So they didn't really expand that uh, menu very much. They ended, added one drinks different <laughs> to Be Our Guest. Is this a JPEG decision? Like how much money we can get out of Magic Kingdom? Let's add cocktails to the... <laughs> Restaurants. I don't know. They started this before him, didn't they? Didn't they start adding them the wine before him? I mean, they did, but I mean, to add the cocktails, is they're just they were just thing, trying right? to slowly but surely, you know, and you know, ease this into Magic Kingdom. It sounds like to me, but we can only raise the prices on spring wells so much. So let's add some. Cocktails you can raise to the, the prices on booze all the time. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Nine dollars for two spring rolls is like the max, I would think. I mean, yeah, so I would hope it's uh, the max. Well, while you mentioned that, I can throw in really quick that I had a surprisingly good dining experience at the plaza. Mm-hmm. It was my first time actually eating there that I can recall, unless maybe as a kid. But we had dinner there right before the fireworks and during the fireworks, and yeah, it was surprisingly really good. It was surprisingly. I mean, I wasn't expecting much. I was expecting like, okay, maybe Tony's level or something. <laughs> but no, the burger, chili burger I had, the Impossible Chili Burger was was really good. No, because I mean, you couldn't possibly be expecting that, especially as popular as it's been. So there's no way. Oh, that it would be as bad as Tony's. I guess. I also had a Fess Parker Riesling just because some of the names of the things were throwbacks, mm-hmm. you know. So I was like, well, 
Fess Parker had to get that. It was all right, but yeah. and of course the desserts they have a lot of because they're right next to the ice cream shop. They have a lot of ice cream desserts that were really yeah. cool. So kids love that. Good stuff. I would recommend going there. Seems like all of our news stories we can find some way to work in your trip report in between. So <laughs> this is what <laughs> it's been so far. You're not going to be yeah. able to work one into this one though. I guarantee you. Uh-oh. Disney Cruise Line announces its special silver anniversary entertainment and offerings yeah. because coming up, it was in the summer of July of 1998 that the Disney Magic first embarked on its maiden voyage. Wow. So that will be coming up this wow. July. Disney Cruise has been in business 25 years this July. So how are you feeling, John? I know you were chasing the loyalty program and now there's another tier. So there's even more to chase. There's more to chase. Yes. Mm-hmm. They have an even higher tier. I don't even know if I'm going to chase. I, I, I don't know if you would call it a chase. I did want to get to that fifth one since I'm only one away from it to get to that next tier. And then they're going to change. They're going to change it by the time I actually get there. That's the part. That's the thing. By the time I get to the 10, right. it's no longer going to be like free Palo. It's going to be <laughs> something else. <laughs> what was the first ship again? The magic. It was the magic. Ship? Yes. Are they going to make it look like a birthday cake? Uh, you dress it up like for a 25 birthday years. cake? <laughs> <laughs> right. and, you know, why not? That's the 25-year thing. That's the thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, because the wonder followed the next year, if I'm not mistaken. So they had, a, they had a tendency to put them out in twos until this recently. By the way, everything I've seen, you know, the cruise ship that they purchased... Pennies on the dollar. But yeah, well, I wasn't even talking about the price yet. But from what I've seen, apparently that's yeah. not the third ship. They still plan on building another full ship besides this one. Right. So we originally thought, Makes hey, well, there, why not? You know, this is a way to get a third ship quicker, right? Which, it, but yeah. ultimately, it's going to be a four, it's going to be the fourth of the newer ships. So by the time this is all said and done, they are going to have eight ships, right? So yeah, well. Do you think they can fill that giant ship up every week? Not at the prices they're charging right. <laughs> for the current <laughs> That's one. What I was wondering. Maybe it'll be the discount ship as far as like low, lower prices. I mean, I don't got more. Room. I don't see how. I'll put it this way: I don't see how they could fill it up if they charge it similar to what we uh, experience <laughs> with the other ships. Yeah. Right. However, well, I think they plan on putting this one, it was speculated, wasn't it speculated to go like some sort of European sailing, was it? I'm trying to think. They were speculated on it going, maybe it was a transatlantic sailing of some kind. Anyway. Oh, I don't know. Well, we know that the plan on the most recent to, or to replace, well, we already have with one of them, the Wish already replaced the Dream and the Treasure is already is going to replace the fantasy as far as Port Canaveral grows once it's finished. Speaking of which, you know, it's funny. I, uh, you remember how I told you my wife guessed the wish correctly, right? The name. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told her that they had already named this other one as treasure. And she was like, she's like, that sucks. It doesn't even fit the theming. And I'm like, huh? Magic. Wonder. <laughs> dream. Fantasy. Wish. I was like, you're right. It doesn't. <laughs> It's out of line with the rest of the theming. She was saying because well, uh, what was you. it? She was saying it should have been. I can't remember now. I'm gonna have to go back to it. She gave it was another abstract like emotion or something, <laughs> which is what they all had been pretty Thought. much. Yeah, at that point in time. So 
yeah, I just like, yeah, you're right. It doesn't. <laughs> I just hadn't thought of it that way. I was like, it's totally Joy. out of line with what they've named it. Sadness. Sadness. <laughs> yeah. Anger. I'm sailing out on the sadness. <laughs> the Disney anger. <laughs> yeah. The Disney anger. Disgust. That's what we've been on the last like six months <laughs> or a couple of years. Uh, anyway, I thought I would throw that in there since we had this story. Yeah. But yeah, 25 years. It's been that. Wow. I have cool. not gone on any of the original ships. The only ones I've gone on are the Dream and Fantasy. Well, they should paint it pink and put some candles on it. Right. For the next 18 months. Although I've actually thought about looking at something to go on the, I think it's the Magic was one of the options, because I got an email about, like, you you get to, if you, it's a certain category, but you only pay for the first two guests. The other two guests are free. Right. Completely free. In it. Yeah. Yeah. It was only a couple of Canaveral ones. Yeah, which, they're Miami. I would have been okay with Miami going for. They were what fantasy cruises. Uh, I think fantasy. Couple. I think it was fantasy dream and magic were the only ones that had mm-hmm. anything. But I was, the only ones out of Canaveral, I think, were was fantasy. fantasy. Right? Yeah, 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 I'm pretty sure. No wish or anything, of course. Yeah, and the dream has pretty much made its home down in Miami now as well. So, yeah. But yeah, all right. So real quick. I mean, I know we talked about some of the other things that uh, Iger had said in his initial uh, press conference, I guess we'll call it, in his town town hall. The relocating to Lake Nona, because that was kind of one that was brought up in a planned right. move initially. That was one that... He kind of dodged that question too, didn't he? He dodged them all. That's what I was saying, <laughs> the way he dodged them. I was trying to get his actual answer. It was more like... Well, this right here says the plan. Yeah. So, you know, basically he noted he has not made a final decision about the plan move as he gets up to speed and, you know, being back. He finished it by saying, I don't in any way mean to indicate reversing the decision that was made, but it is something that I will look into. So pretty much didn't have anything to say there. He'll probably reverse it. Same thing regarding the... Uh, what was it? The parks reservations, pretty much. He's just yeah. like, well, I have to I'll get talk one tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. He did say, though, I've never made one myself. I've never used the system myself, which, of course. Well, duh. I'm sure right. Chapik never did either. Right. But he thought did it was Chapik great. Chapik even visit the parks? That's what we really need is somebody who actually goes in the park. Iger didn't even do Iger didn't really do that either. That was one thing that he Michael Eisner was great about. <laughs> right. Yeah. He would go in. He was in the parks too. all the time. Right. Yeah. I think, I mean, tomorrow goes in the parks a lot, but I thought Iger did too. Occasionally, maybe not so much recently, but back in the day he did. I've heard people, some stories where people were saying they ran into Bob Iger in the parks, but that was a long time ago. And, of course, he pretty much gave his same stance on the don't say gay. I mean, he just kind of went around that one, too. Uh, Gave the political answer. Yeah, DeSantis Um, apparently has already jumped on that as well, even though he gave, Biger gave a non-answer to that. Yeah. So that's going to be an interesting one to see, because Bob Iger's a good sort of politician, so to speak. Like, he's good at mending relationships, making, you know, Right. I mean, they'll they'll have a sit down, no doubt. Making deals. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, I thought it was interesting his comments about the Reedy Creek situation, though, because he. But here's this is a quote here as well. It says, "I was sorry to see us dragged into that battle, 
and I have no idea what its ramifications are in terms of the business itself. What I can say is that the state of Florida has been very important to us for a long time and that we have been very important to the state of Florida. That is something that I'm extremely mindful of and will articulate if I have the chance, but I don't have the details at all yet about what the ramifications are of those of the decision that was made by the state of Florida and whether we intend to do anything about it. Right. Very cop out answer, but I think he already knows what he wants to do about it. He, it's not like he doesn't know what this is about. He knows. It almost sounds like I was at a one-sided presidential debate. Um, (laughs) There was right. no other, there was no one else Council. to say how, there was no one else to say I have to look at it to, to see what I'm remember know. when Chapek was I know in he's charge. not going to remember when he was yeah. in what? charge remember Chapek that guy who's that guy yeah. oh the master shipbuilder guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he would say the quiet parts out loud what about and him? he would just he would just say the quiet parts yeah. out loud and he wasn't a politician he would have gotten those in a town hall and he'd be like yes uh, we're going to charge the guests more. Uh, yes, we're going to do whatever the most unpopular thing is, and it's for money, and I care about money. And um, Iger right. knows what he's going to do, and yet gives non-answers no, because he's he like, does. I think he knows in a lot right. of cases what he plans oh, to do. In many of these that he, he was does. asked about, he knows, but he's not going to say it in that forum because he's going to roll it out via his internal PR machine, and he's going right. to do it professionally, and he's going to be a leader. He knows it's going to get out too. whatever he says in this town hall. Like, I think he already knew this is national news, whatever I say. So I got to be careful. All right. So Disney World removes mentions of courtesy parking lot trams from the website as a deadline is announced as for announced return looms. Kind of interesting there. So it's still only at Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom. The kingdoms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, only the kingdoms get the royal get the royal carriages called the trams. What's a parking lot tram? <laughs> well, when you park at the theme parks. <laughs> Once upon a time, they used to actually go out to the parking lot and pick you up and take you to the front. Yeah. Hey, Jason, uh, remember that time we were doing a practice run and I was like, let's see if the tram is faster than walking <laughs> back to the car. <laughs> wow. And your answer was? <laughs> Uh, it's not, <laughs> not even close. Remember when we started running the challenge and we would not park in preferred. Wow. Right. Oh, I will say, okay. There's something else. Epcot. I did preferred again this time and the parking was much better where it should have been right in the front, not all the way over by the guardians of the galaxy show building. So yeah, that was much better. <laughs> it's definitely worth it if you're parking over there and Hey, on a holiday week, it was the same price, so they didn't raise the price. It was still 25 bucks for pass holder to park preferred, so that was one thing Chapik didn't. I thought 25 was the maximum. Well, and it, it is on usually like a weekend raid or holiday raid, but I, I assume Chapik raised the price on that too. <laughs> I thought it'd be at least 30 Yeah. But it wasn't, so that was one of the few things I was like, oh, that hasn't changed, that's great. Another one of the things Iger has discussed, I mean, I know we have a lot of things to talk about Iger discussing, so I'm going to try to get these out of the way, about the rumors of Disney being sold to Apple, right? right? So again, this is comments, quotes, 
We never comment about acquisitions or divestitures, (laughs) divestitures, (laughs) or mergers or whatever. You can quickly get into a lot of trouble there, and I don't want to leave this job and end up in jail, but what you've read about in that regard is just pure speculation. It's not rooted in any fact whatsoever. I feel like that one was a stretch anyway, so yeah, it's not hard to answer that question in that manner now, is it? So he'll probably meet with Tim Cook, though, right? Don't you think at some point? I mean, at least. Uh, or something. I mean, why wouldn't about he? a merger? Elon met with Tim Cook this week, so why not? Right, I saw that. Right, but I mean, about a merger. I mean, uh, I think anything's on the table. We're gonna become an Apple podcast, right? We're gonna just yeah. we'll be like, you know, let's go to the Journey into Water, sponsored by iPhone. <laughs> That would be the worst. I'm just saying. Just imagine the first Apple store inside of a Disney park. I think it would not do very well. (laughs) Where would you put it? Epcot, maybe? Where would it fit? Yeah, you could put it in Epcot. Thematically. Downtown Disney. Disney Springs or Epcot. It could work there. I said downtown Disney. Look at there. I went back in the past. Yeah, normally. Disney Springs. So... This is kind of an interesting little report I thought on a side note here. Because the data, I I got a feeling this number is probably higher. <laughs> okay. So this data is basically a report from LendingTree, right? And basically they reveals that nearly one in five guests goes into debt for one or more Disney vacations. And they so they roughly, they burned that, they say 18%. Honestly, I feel like that number is probably low. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> probably true. higher. I think it's probably higher. That family from Denver, especially. How are they doing? Well, you know, the family from Denver, they only come <laughs> every five years. Right. Because it takes them five years to pay it, off, pay it off. It's a real shame the family from Denver never came while Chapik was in charge. Because if they come every right. five years, they totally missed it. Oh, man. Yep. Too bad. So the family from Denver might actually get to come more often when <laughs> Chapik's not in charge. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Every four we'll years. We'll see. Yeah. I found that interesting because I feel like there are people that do go into debt because there's probably a lot of people that don't admit it for one thing, that they're going into debt. Right. Who would so, answer a survey and be like, yeah, I did that, you know. Or they, no one would want to say like, yeah, I definitely spend too much money on Disney. I mean, people don't do that. So. Present company. Uh, so. Me? <laughs> like, uh. I feel like you ad- have admitted that. Well, he hasn't, he hasn't like revealed his credit card bill or anything. <laughs> well, I, I will say, I will say I, I have not gone into debt for Disney. So I will say that, which is good. Okay. But I will put it on a credit card. Get them points. Get them points or get that cash back. Oh, oh yeah. How do you take get it, cash back? Take advantage of a lot of the features that come with credit cards. That was a good segue, wasn't it? It was. I'm saying the last was, time I went to Disney, I used a credit card that gave me lots of cash back. What kind of credit card did you use? A green light card. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Maybe we should find out more about that. Greenlight is a debit card for kids and teens. And now Greenlight has a credit card for parents. Meet the family cash card. Parents can earn up to 3% cash back on every dollar spent. You can choose to auto-invest your cash back to pay for your kid's college. Use it to apply to your balance. Or send your cash back straight to your wallet. 
It's basically cash back your way every day. Get started today at greenlight.com. What just happened? What was that? I don't know. I started hearing music in my headphones. <laughs> Let me just say, we're going to maybe start having an ad in the show. I'm yeah, going to give once a, in a full while. disclaimer <laughs> for, for this first ad. The full disclaimer yeah. is, I work at Greenlight. Okay, so that's one of the disclaimers. You never told us this before. Yeah, yeah the other disclaimer is that the family cash card is great because I am, in fact, all set. I, I just actually booked a trip yeah. to Paris. I'm going to uh, go with my son and my mom. My mom's turning 70 next year. We're going to Paris. You know what's in Paris, right? I'm putting it on my family cash card and I'm going to be spending one day at Disneyland Paris. It's going to be exciting. Oh, there's a Disney park there. Yeah. And that's going to push me over that that. 4,000 limit for sure this month, or that 4,000 threshold this month, that $4,000 spend threshold to get the full 3%. So I put it on my family cash card and uh, get 3% when we're recording, when we're recording this, we're about to roll over into December and I have it yeah. set up and tomorrow all of my cash back is going to just auto invest itself right on into Disney stock. So there you go. Wow. I'm ready to go. That's I have it all set up. Nice. Nice. Was it greenlight.com? Sign up. Greenlight.com. Get to sign up. <laughs> Tell them traveling with the mouse sent you. Tell them traveling with the we mouse. We haven't figured that you. part out yet. <laughs> they they're going to they're going to work on it. They're going to work on giving us some attribution, but you know, it's been a while yeah, coming. We'll get there. It's been a while coming. Long time yeah. coming. Hey, I had to push this deal over the finish line like I did it in person. I met with Met with them I mean, in person. I mean, Did you? Know? I, I, I well, I invited Adam to the company <laughs> holiday party as my uh, guest. So, <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, I we went to we went straight to the head of up. brand. Yeah, and said we wanted uh, we wanted an ad. I worked out yeah. a deal. See, I'm an I'm a regular Iger here. Yeah, <laughs> I worked out a deal. <laughs> Quite the negotiator. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should see. So you were we're you were willing to just walk away? <laughs> yeah. Man of many talents. Anyways, we won't we won't talk about it that much in the future, but it we, it's exciting. We had an ad read, and I'm gonna see just by swiping my credit card during the month just how much Disney stock I end up owning because that's how I set my <laughs> yeah goal, is to just buy Disney stock right. with my cash back. Well, we'll find out. That's actually a good way to invest. So I like that. Pretty cool. Speaking of spending, Disney's yes. gonna be doing a good bit of that. Yeah, from what we've uh, seen, they plan on significant increase of capital expenditure in 2023, increasing by 37 percent. And the Disney Parks Experiences and Product Division uh, accounts for the majority of it. They plan to increase total capital expenditures from 4.9 billion to 6.7 billion. They say if they apply it evenly, that would represent $4.72 billion in investment in the Disney Parks, Experiences, and Products Division, which is a record figure. Really? So what are they going to wow. build with all that? Because they didn't announce much at D23, so... Well, if the if it comes to fruition exactly like those art, the, those, uh, the artist rendering is, then yeah, that could, I could see them spending right. a great deal of money <laughs> well it's going to cost two billion just to dismantle the harmonious barges if that's what they're going to do <laughs> right 
you know they're going to repurpose those things. I don't know if they just keep stuff. shooting off Harmonious. They set at least one barge on fire every couple months. So they <laughs> <laughs> can burn the whole thing down. Burn it down. Uh, Did you see that they turned the daytime fountains on on some of the barges recently? Remember how they were going to have the daytime right fountains? And right. I think I saw it was a tweet from like WW News Today or someone that like. It's too late, y'all. Don't even. It's too late. Like yeah, you don't like need to turn them out of this. Like, doesn't make sense. They are very ugly, though. When you're looking around World Showcase and you just see that monstrosity, it's. Uh, They're gonna take it down, and you know it's gonna replace it. What? They're gonna bring kite tails to. Uh, <laughs> to right. Right. Yeah, that's, the that's what they I'm sure do. that was such a success. World Showcase Lagoon. Yeah. Such a huge hit. Tales. So they can get stuck in more trees and whatever, get tangled up and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Great. All right. So one of those projects that they're spending money on that's going to be more sooner now than, than later is the Little Mermaid Rooms. At, I thought they, no, they already not, have not one built. Art of Animation. Right. This is going to be at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. Right. Can someone tell me why they felt the need to do more Little Mermaid rooms when they already exist? Well, the same I mean, reason that they, that they just keep making more and more of the same themed rooms everywhere. So everything's got to be a theme of some kind from a movie, even if it's already, already been Do they done. not have anything left that fit in the Caribbean? <laughs> I mean... Welcome to the Caribbean, love. Are yeah. they going to retheme the ones at Art of Animation <laughs> to, to not be Little Mermaid anymore now that they have them at Caribbean Beach? I mean, I don't know. Although, looking at the concept art, I actually like the way it looked. I mean, it, it's infinitely better than the Pirate Rooms, right? I mean, two yeah. double oh, yeah. beds. No doubt about that. It's way better layout, and it's clean. Yeah, right. They took the concept that they did with, say, Pop Century and the All Stars, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And they're doing it in a slightly larger space, and it'll this will make this feel even larger. Yeah, the when this is all said and done, and they have the so, fifth sleeper as well, the little yeah, which is nice. I mean, now these That's rooms good. are going to sell out. I would actually they, stay. In what are they going to charge for them? What are they going to charge for? Them, you think I might <laughs> four fifty? I don't know. <laughs> Less than they would have God. <laughs> to start out the gate. Yeah, right. Yeah, they will. 500 a night for this room. What, what are they running right now? I don't even know. Regularly. Still too three much. something, right? Way too much. I think it's still going to be where that something area much. is in Caribbean Beach. That's fairly where the pirate rooms were was close to a Skyliner station, right? Fairly close. The pirate rooms? I don't. Uh, they were in Trinidad, were they not? Right. I don't think they were close, right? They were far away. Because they had a north and a south or something like that once upon a time. Yeah, that's what I thought. Trinidad is right there at the Caribbean Beach Skyliner Station. You know, we usually get off and head towards Jamaica if we're going to ride walk into, like, say, go to Old Port Royale. Yeah. But if you get off the Skyliner Station and just walk down the road, there's Trinidad right there. So it's... I and mean, I had a pirate room? That's where the pirate rooms were. Okay. Who stayed? Did James stay in a pirate room? Who are you? I stayed when back when I first started going to Disney. I did that one trip with my family, and then I came back. 
a few months later for your birthday, Adam, because on like a whim, it was like one of those things where like on a Monday, right. you talked me into going on a Saturday. And the only thing that was available right. was a pirate room and it was super cheap. And I remember I got, I wish I kept it. I got a Skyliner pin because they were advertising the Skyliner that was being built outside my room because I opened the door. Yes, that's right. I remember you taking oh, a picture. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were building the Skyliner. They just had the posts up. And I, I was that. like, I wonder what this is all about. So I stayed in the pirate I remember room. that. Yeah. Yeah, so you did. That's right. Well, if you get one that's like close to the Skyliner, it's fine. But there's some that are like really far away, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're on the far side of Trinidad, you're not close. Right. <laughs> I was just sitting here thinking, I wonder if the reason why they made these Little Mermaid rooms, they were thinking like, you know what? The Little Mermaid rooms over at Animation, they seem to go really fast. They seem to be really popular. Let's make some over here at Caribbean. Thinking that the reason is because they're Little Mermaid rooms, when really the reason is the cheapest room over there uh, on Head Heart of Animation. <laughs> Yeah. Was the real reason why they got Little Mermaid? People were booking the Little Mermaid section up like they were. Right. So these will not be near as cheap, right? Although those have gone up significantly compared to what they once were. Yeah, um, but these won't be near as cheap, and they're probably going to find out that there's not anything in particularly special, I guess, that people want with Little Mermaid. Maybe I don't know, but yeah. I don't think it was the theme Disney. I no. think it was the fact that they could get a cheap room and there was not as many of them over there because the rest of the rooms over there were all suites and they were not cheap as well. So that was the real reason. Just a thought. Right. All right. Jason, do you want to talk a little bit about your uh, upcoming attempt, your challenge for charity? Yeah. So I'm going to run a challenge and I'm going to get a page set up for some donations. It's been... The last time I officially ran any sort of every ride or parkeology challenge was in 2019 when I completed. That's honestly not my goal this time. I'm going to show up for the challenge day. There's going to be a lot of teams running starting, I guess that would be December 7th. There's two challenge days that are happening. Uh, this is organized by the Every Ride Challenge folks. It's their annual get together, meet and greet, all that, where there's a bunch of challenge runners. There will be a Give Kids the World volunteer day, some, you know, meet everybody. There's going to be a challenge on December the 7th, which is a Wednesday. I think that's the one where if you're going to call like fun run versus serious run, that might be the serious run, I think, because Wednesday's going to have the lower crowds. It's got a better chance that you'd probably do well. And then on Saturday, December 10th, which is sure. uh, when I'm going to run, is going to be more of the fun run, I guess, because it's probably unlikely anybody's going to make it very far. And I'm going to run with my seven-year-old son who really wants to run the challenge. My goal with him is to complete two parks, at least. We're going to... my I, I don't have a plan to even attempt to complete all four parks. I think the most fun thing, because that's my real goal, is fun and raising money for Give Kids the World. My most fun thing I could do with my son is to start at the Magic Kingdom and just try to grail it so that he could say he did every, like, how fast can we do everything at Magic Kingdom? And then yeah. probably go to like Epcot because it's got Guardians and like, so I need to buy <laughs> yeah. the, you yeah, know, to go there. So like, see if we can do like Magic Kingdom and Epcot 
and then see if there's any time left to do anything else. Maybe skip Animal Kingdom. Like, there's maybe a chance we could do three parks. I think that'd be pretty good. We're doing a points challenge. I'll tell you, I'm super unprepared. I haven't even looked up what the points of each ride is, so I'm not trying to optimize or Just anything. Just time. I, I, I'm really that. I feel fun. no pressure to like complete. Race I'm just money. there because if 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 he gets tired at noon and wants to quit, I mean I'm going to try to push him a little bit, but I don't. We don't have to finish. I am staying on some DVC points though. I'm pretty excited about this. My uh, Friday night, our home base to start the challenge Saturday morning is I have a, a theme park view DVC room at the Grand Floridian, so. Uh, I'm going to let you know what it's like to run a challenge from the Grand Flow because I am going to use the walking path to start my day. Yeah. So it's a longer walk. A little longer path, but it's like a nice path. Yeah. I actually, I think I may take the monorail over in the beginning because I remember I was with you, Adam, whenever we stayed at the Grand Flow and we were on like the first yeah. monorail out and we were on right. the very front of, we were like second person down Main yeah, we Street after the blog Mickey guy. So like, right, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's always in there quickly. Yeah. yeah, so it might be okay to just take the monorail over and then uh, walk yeah, back if you get on the first one. Yeah, but I don't okay. know. I'm I'm excited. I'm hoping to see some folks. You know, there's going to be a lot of the main big challenge runners there. You know, Kenny the pirate, of course. I assume will be there because he's a big every ride person. I'm hoping to see. You know, Rich Hurt will be there. Kendall. Mullins, uh, you know, friends of the show. I haven't looked to see if the brothers are running yet. I hope they are. I hope to see the brothers yeah. out there. I don't know if Kent will make an appearance. Um, John Welch, you know, we'll see Vicky. I hope Vicky's going to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know if we'll see some of the other challenge runners I haven't seen in a long time. You know, Betsy, TMD, or, you know, Stacy Galloway, or any of these mm-hmm. folks. You know, there's quite a few challenge runners we've seen over the years and it's always fun to have them all be in one place at one time and have a good time by the way on saturday night i did not get grand floridian for my stay i'm uh, in a one bedroom at saratoga for the night yeah i have yet to stay at saratoga but (laughs) you know and by the way just so you know as far as points are concerned my friday night stay at a studio theme park view grand floridian is more points than my one bedroom at saratoga on saturday night well yeah yeah well, i think so yeah probably significantly nope no, one point higher points, is it? one more one more point just oh, okay. one point one I'm more surprised. point more right that's not surprising i mean theme park view but studio kind of kicks that one up I would expect the cash rate for that point. room is yeah Right. I bet the cash rate's not is more than a dollar difference between those two rooms. Yeah, I would say I bet Grand Flow is more than a, a the one, one bedroom bedroom. cash. Yeah, I bet it is. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We're gonna have to look that one up now. Yeah, but yeah, no, I'm gonna run the challenge. Is. I'll see what I can do. If there's any donations that people want to offer up, I'm open to hear those. Some ideas. It's gonna be a different world. <laughs> uh, I haven't run the challenge since. There's no app to help me with it. Right. So I have to type all that crap out. You have to do Twitter. it all on your own. You have to come up with your oh, hashtags. <laughs> yeah, I came up with one. I'll donate if you ride the rafts. You'll donate if I ride the rafts because it's not on the official every ride points list. In fact, it's I'm going to go check because there's something I thought about today. I know they aren't 
and I'm pretty sure right now every ride, because we're running under the every ride rules, which I haven't, uh, you know, when I completed, I did it under parkeology rules, um, but they've changed some. And I want to see what the points values are worth here. Because I'm pretty sure that they took the um, Main Street vehicles off. Yeah. So even though the Main Street vehicles are running some in the morning, they aren't required. Oh, they took the Wilderness Express train off of the Every Ride. I guess I'd never caught up to that. Hmm. wonder why that is. I like it that they have retired attractions, Main Street vehicles, Railroad, Wilderness Express train. Right. Transportation rides, huh? but they didn't put the, so the rafts on a retired attraction. It was never a part of it. It was a part of the <laughs> every funny. ride challenge when it first started. It was when it first no, started. I they didn't had think it, it ever was. List. I always thought it was just parkology. No, no, no. They were they. This is this was one of the first places where they started deviate. But it's interesting that they aren't marking as retired because it's become such a hot topic. I guess that they don't want to even recognize their. Don't even want to recognize its retirement. It just never existed. <laughs> but I wonder, seeing that this is retired, if when the railroad opens again, are they going to keep it on the retired attractions? Or are they going to bring it back in? Well, they're calling it retired, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, if you don't have the Wilderness Express train as a ride, then why would the railroad be a yeah. ride? It sounds like they're eliminating trains, right? Because you eliminated one that's exist- in existence, right? So This is me live figuring this out. Um, and this is no offense to the every ride folks because, you know, they they're coming up with their own challenge rules and I'm going to run by them. But, you know, come on. The railroad and the Wilderness Express train are for sure attractions that move. They're but rides. Right. They're rides. I get why Main Street Vehicles is retired because according to the website, it's not technically running, but I know that they are running them. So speaking of the railroad, isn't that rumor is that it is going to open before Christmas? Yep. But we'll see. They are testing it. it. What data was the rumor saying? I don't remember a specific day, but they, they have a lot of cast, new cast hired for this particular, and they're testing it a lot. I heard them testing it when I was there as well. So I saw that they were testing Tron today with the music on. Yeah. Hmm. I witnessed them testing it the whole time I was there. You showed us some of it from the oh. people mover. John, there's there's a story I thought for sure you were going to bring up. Maybe it's still on your list, but I'm surprised you have. Did I miss something? What did I miss? Michael Eisner tweeted. Oh. And it was on November 29th. The Walt Disney Company has suffered in recent years. This is a good time for us to remember the words of Walt Disney who said, everybody falls down. Getting back up is how you learn to walk. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is that is the tweet. Yeah, I'm seeing that. So I wonder what he means by that per se, though. I think is he, he means suggesting that Bob Chapek was falling was, down. Yeah, Bob Chapek <laughs> is bad. Get, he's gone. Bring the soul of the company back. Get back up. He did welcome Chapek back to the company. I mean, Chapek. Excuse me. He welcomed Iger back to the company. <laughs> excuse me. There's not new breaking news, but he also didn't openly like say there was like criticisms of Chapek either. So I don't know. Maybe he has, he has that luxury not being a part of the company at the moment. So I have come to appreciate him more now that he's gone <laughs> than I, I think I did while he yeah. was there. I think most people so, did. Yeah. 
and I think a lot of people, anytime you make some of these comments and the stuff, it was like, you know, when he said, welcome back to Bob Iger, they were making comments about, you know, there's room for you to come back too. please come back too, whatever for, I was like, it's what the chairman of the board. I mean, that's about the only thing it would probably be position. He could be suited for at this point. Right. I mean, he's pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with His it. His head fell right. off. Oh, <laughs> sorry. No, but he, what is, how old is he? Is he in his 80s? He's not 80 yet, is he? Sure. He probably is. No, there's no way. He is 80 <laughs> years old exactly. Yeah. Okay. See, yep. I knew he was close to it. Mm-hmm. I just. I told you he's 80. He actually looks pretty good for 80. I mean, not bad, obviously, yeah. his cognitive reasoning is quite good still. So. You know uh, how old Bob Iger is? Uh, 50 something. No, he's older. 62? 70. 70? He's not 70. Yeah. Bob Iger is 71? Yep. That's why he was trying to retire. Well, he'd been trying to retire for like 10 years. Chapek is 62, by the way. Well, Iger definitely does not look 71. Josh Tomorrow is 51. And Roy O. Disney is dead. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. Roy E. Disney is dead. (laughs) It takes a long time, uh, apparently, to get to where you want to be. Tom Staggs, 61. God, it sounds like everybody that's been at the top of the Disney company stands the potential to uh, not be here in 10 years. (laughs) I'm not trying to say, but it's just a possibility. Yeah, so I guess the real question is, who would they go to next? I guess guess the person has not yet emerged, have they? The one. Yeah. I guess Morpheus is on the lookout. Yeah. The one. <laughs> All right. So we've had a nice long episode here, I think. Beautiful, wonderful, lengthy episode. <laughs> it was fun. I think we covered a lot of ground. I mean, because, you know, we took a week off when Adam was away. I don't think we said that, but obviously you know that by now. Right. So if you would like to find out more about us, You can do so by going to Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. We also have a YouTube channel uh, that you can go to. Uh, We have a Spreadshirt store, which you can get your exclusive TWTM merchandise. And where else can they find us, Adam? On our website, TravelingWithTheMouse.com. You can also email us, podcast at TravelingWithTheMouse.com. And if you want to email our travel agent friend to, to book your own Disney World, Disneyland, Universal, Cruise Line. You can do so. Joe Dillbeck at gmail.com. So for Adam and Jason, my name is John. This has been Traveling with the Mouse, and we hope you will join us on your next trip. JPEG has gone. Goodbye, JPEG. No, you may not get out. Goodbye, JPEG, forever.